0: Welcome to More Than a Mission, a podcast where we explore what it looks like to discern God's calling to live an active, intentional life of sharing the gospel. Each week, we talk about the way God is moving in our lives, around the world, and everywhere in between, as well as how God's call to missions may apply to your life. Ready to explore your calling? Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the More Than a Mission podcast. My name is Micah Torgerson, and I'm joined as always by our other host, Zaya Henderson. Hey, guys. And Andrew Carlberg.
1: How's it going, guys?
0: We have a special guest today, another fellow World Race squad member, Stephanie Hardy. Stephanie, thanks for joining us today.
2: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, So, Stephanie, before we jump into everything World Race, We want to know more about you Um, so tell us all the good stuff like where you're from you know where you're at in life college past college all that good stuff
2: okay so i am originally from newport news virginia i lived there i don't know if it's most of my life anymore (laughs) it was a lot of my life i moved in um eighth grade after eighth grade and then i moved to durham north carolina and uh, now, uh, my parents and I currently live in Kittrell, North Carolina for the past year, but the past four years, I've been in school at Franklin Springs, Georgia. <clears throat> it's a manual college. It's pretty small. It's in North Georgia. It's like not even an hour after you get out of South Carolina. I got my degree in organizational communication and I played volleyball there <clears throat> all four years. And yeah. That is what I've been doing. And I'm, I'm now I'm coaching volleyball.
0: Perfect. So organizational communication. Why did you choose that? It's such an <laughs> interesting sounding major.
2: Yeah. So I actually went to college not for that. I originally, my freshman year, I was a digital media production major because in high school, I really fell in love with photography, but it was more film photography, which is cool, but like as far as actually using that in the real world nowadays, isn't really a thing, so I just kind of love more the art of it, and as far as like going to school for that, I was like, this will be more of like a fun little side thing, not my career, (laughs) and so my freshman year, I remember talking to my advisor, like, okay, so I really like people, I love giving presentations, that's my favorite part about school, I love like talking and learning about people, she's like, okay, so there's this major called organizational communication, where you just learn about people, learning how to facilitate people, and uh, I think it'd be really good for you, and I was like, okay, cool, so I had classes like intercultural communication, interpersonal communication, gender communication, just like learning about how different people are, but how similar they can be as well, and just like, I love it, I think it's really important, people always make fun of communication majors, because like, cool what are you gonna do with that (laughs) but like you can do literally anything because you're always with people and I just I just love it I didn't really have like a career in mind when I went in I was like I want to learn more about this so let's do that
1: (laughs) all right so the impossible question then what's like the dream job (laughs) the dream job
2: (laughs) well you see I don't really know exactly. I mean, right now, because also I'm about to go the world race and my whole life is about to change. So my answer will probably be different when I'm actually getting a job. But um, right now, like I would still, I would love to be a personal trainer, which people are like, why don't you get a kinesiology degree? Good question. <laughs> but, um, but again, just like the value of training people, like a personal trainer, you have to learn how to motivate each person. Because some people exercise is a really vulnerable thing. Or some people, it's like, hey, like, scream on my face, yell at me, throw away to, not actually throw away to people, but you know, like, just learning like the different types of people and how to meet them there because, like, I do love fitness. I think it's really important as far as just like connecting with people and that. So that would currently be my dream job.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. I think that's really cool. I mean, everything that you've talked about, um, your major, just it honestly reminds me a lot of like what we're gonna do on the world race and mission work in general and like, meeting people where they're at rather than you know sticking to this plan that that you have laid out and expecting people to be able to work with that Um, but rather being able to be flexible and understand where people are coming from and and help each person in the different way that they might need that so i think that's really cool um hopefully this degree has prepared you well for the world
1: race (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
2: I think, because, like, we had to do a capstone thing at, like, the end of my degree, which was in the spring, and at that point, well, towards the second half of doing that, like, I knew I was going on the race, and so you have to do, like, your career and how you're going to connect to, like, your major and Jesus and all these things, and I was, like, it was really cool how I was, like, oh, like, this actually does make sense, like, because a lot of times it's, like, okay, you're not using your degree, you're going on this mission trip, it's, like, actually... kind of am and so just like being able to connect the two like okay actually i have been learning for a reason and it's cool to see how that'll play out
1: yeah i can tell you i won't be using my degree on the race with (laughs) pretty intense confidence (laughs) for actuaries elsewhere but you know you never know
0: andrew we might need someone to analyze some risk for us Mm, yeah yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) stephanie to the the nuts and bolts of this then so you talked about so you just graduated in may
2: yes well does it count as graduating if you didn't have a graduation (laughs) (laughs) i finished my degree in may
1: (laughs) okay and so then why world race how did you end up there why now Mm -hmm. all that fun stuff
2: okay um so it the process with the world race started about like eight years ago my older sister becca hardy she start. she went on the world race a long time ago and I'm the youngest of four girls and all my older sisters are incredible, which is great. But being the youngest, everyone's always like, Oh, you're following this one's footsteps You're following in this one's footsteps. And I'm like, no, I'm different. I, it's my own footsteps, even though I'm like, okay, like I really do like the things that they do, <laughs> but my pride is like, okay, maybe I'll just find like a, the same thing, but different. <laughs> so for the longest time, like my heart was kind of being stirred for like the nations at that time and people and stuff. But I was still kind of like, mm, like, I still had volleyball. I still want to do that. So I'm like, that still, is going to be something just like maybe down the road, like maybe a dream. Like it's really awesome. I love the idea of it, but it was just like, I was just, I knew volleyball was still in it for me. And uh, so then I went to college for that. I, cause that was, it, yeah, cause I think it was, it was in high school when Becca went, and then it was incredible she's still there obviously she like she still loves it, obviously <laughs> she doesn't last and so and she's a very persuasive person, but she and so she' all she'd been trying to get me to do it for the longest time, and uh, it was still I was like okay, maybe like maybe later like maybe later like maybe someday and then um going into my senior year this past year for volleyball, there was already just like a lot of weight on just everything so I'm like okay like yes I have another year but it's like the real world is very close my volleyball career is very close to being done and I was just like okay like I need to start probably thinking about what I'm gonna do after this like volleyball is cool but also I need to be a grown-up but I felt like Jesus was just like hey like just lock into volleyball like just you'll we'll, fi- we'll figure it out but just right now like you really can like just give your mind to volleyball like you're allowed to like focus on that like continue that like journey with me because it was a very emotional journey and just a lot of things. And it was like really beautiful. And then like right after and Christmas, I was like, okay, so what are we going (laughs) to do? And so uh, I was still like, this was also before the world lost its mind, but um, so I was still like trying to decide. And at that time I was thinking about like, okay, the world race, but also I recently an ad on Instagram, they get me with those, but, um, but it was like, the ad one time was like fitness and missions. And I was like, what? <laughs> and it was like a YWAM thing. And so I'd actually been talking to someone about doing that after I graduated in Australia about like it was just like a fitness thing. So I've been talking to them. Like I still kind of like knew the world race, but I was like, that's like really intense. That's like all in because like YWAM is kind of like you learn and then you go, and that's like go, which is cool. <laughs> but um, and then also at the same time, I was getting um various opportunities to play volleyball internationally and I was like okay I mean I thought that was over but that'd be kind of cool if it wasn't and so with that it was all kind of in the same week when it was like I had I was going to the world race open house and uh, I don't know if you guys did any of that if you were there I want to okay cool um <laughs> so I went to world race open house and I also had a call with the recruiter from Italy about that and it was also my school's send week which it's like missional focused, all this stuff, and so I was like, like I knew the weight of that week, and I was just like, okay, like I was really like Jesus, like let me listen to you, like because also we talked about, and you guys have mentioned in the podcast about deciding the route, like a lot of times like you can not just like choose, like they're all good options. What what do you want to do? And that's worse for me, <laughs> but um, and so I was just like, okay, like I just really want to like listen to you, Jesus, and He was just like, okay, like, the right one will feel like home, and I was like, okay, cool. At the time, I really loved this song, Coming Home by Housefires. So I was like, okay, like, that song's probably gonna play over the radio somewhere, and I'll know it's the right thing, <laughs> and um, so I, like, had the meetings. It was, like, a really great time, and just different stuff at the send week was when I first, um, I was late to one of the worship house nights, because I do that. Um <laughs> so I but like sometimes it works out really well. The timing is Jesus, not me. Um <laughs> I mean, okay, not Jesus making me late. I'm my own self that makes me late anyways. Um, but I came in late and so they were already like praying and one of the leaders, um, because again, I guess back to that coming home song talks about the prodigal son and I've like I love that story because it's just so beautiful, the love of the father. And that whole week was talking about, okay, like your story will determine your purpose, and I'm like okay, my story is kind of cool, but it's, like, a lot of people, like, they were talking to people, of like, like a friend of mine who was, like, adopted, and, like, you can help adopted kids, and it's just, like, stuff where, like, okay, yes, that makes sense, but, like, for me, I'm, like, mm, what do you mean, and so I walked in, and he was um, talking about, like, the prodigal son, and a lot of times, like, I've heard that so many times, and it's a beautiful story still, but it's, like, I was, like, okay, like, okay, Jesus, like, this is beautiful, like, you're speaking to me, and then it was, like, So in the same way we receive that love from the father, let us then turn around and give that love. And I was just like, I like started crying. I was like, wait, like I can do that. Like that's how I get to use this. Like I like, because like, like your love is great. Jesus. like, I know it. I have been like so undeserving of your grace. And it's like, I I, like, I get to be a part of that. (laughs) And um, it was just like super cool. And then I saw my call with the Italy stuff, which sounded really cool. And then I um went to the open house and it was just like because I've been to the Adventure Insights base so many times just with Becca, like anytime I'd visit her, they have like their Monday morning worship, like I was pretty like used to it. And so I was just sitting there and I was just like, Oh, this does feel like this feels like home. Like this makes sense. Like for someone who's to so for people who's like, Okay, the world race doesn't make sense, I was like, Yeah, this definitely makes sense. Like this is what I'm gonna do next. Like, I like Because for so many years, which again I love volleyball. It's been you and me create opportunities. It's always like groups I was in. We were unified for that sport, and then like we still had Emmanuel on our backs. We still were unified for Jesus. At the end of the day, our common goal was to win volleyball games, and so it was like like this new team is kind of like our common goal is just Jesus. Like I've never had it where it's just like it's always something with Jesus. Is like kind of together and just like oh this is just all Jesus. We're all unified just for this Jesus thing, and it's really
1: cool and so that is how I'm here <laughs> that's awesome even just like I mean, just the beauty of your like willingness and desire to like sit and listen and then how immediately like well maybe not immediately maybe more of a okay, longer term thing than you thought it might be <laughs> but like the Lord like answered that and showed up and like just your willingness to like, like actually listen and step into it I think is super beautiful and the whole like fitness thing you know who knows maybe they'll need an actuary on the race maybe they need a fitness person on the race yeah (laughs) um but i think i mean something for me that i think Mm -hmm. i really learned in like wrestling through like my decision was like those dreams for the future i think a big one for me is like the chance to like pastor and like lead in that kind of way here at some point in life like just because you say yes to something now doesn't like end that forever right and like how the lord can easily like use that still later on in life and like Mm -hmm. How often what he's looking for is just our simple obedience, like in the current season. And so I think it's super beautiful to see the way you listened and then like your obedience now in this current season. I think the question that I would have for you, we actually just talked about this yesterday. These podcasts will probably be not posted day by day, but a few weeks back we talked about just like what we chose in our decision of like we had the chance to either still leave in October, delay till January, or delay till August. Like why did you choose to? Well, okay, I won't spoil it. What did you choose, and why?
2: <laughs> what did I choose? <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> yeah, that was kind of crazy. Cause for a while, because right after I committed to the races, when kind of the the world ended. I mean, it didn't end. There was still a lot of hope, but you know. Um, and so I was having to I was in this new community which is like incredible but it's incredible but it's like so intentional because some of you guys have been in there for so long so you guys were like pouring out your hearts in these like chats and I was just like I don't have the mental capacity to like be a part of this community right now like I miss my friends from college (laughs) like I still need to like mourn like I wasn't ready to like transition from college to the race yet so I kind of like kept my distance and just like the vulnerability because you guys are like really real and I'm just like yeah I'm good cool <laughs> but um and so like I kind of kept my distance from the group and then after like I kind of got through college and like the transition of how that all ended and stuff I like kind of was like okay like I'll join some more zoom calls I'll like talk to more people like this is my group like I'm ready like let's dive in and then that was like right after and then I find and you guys were meeting up so much I was like I don't I don't have the time for that or the schedule, but super cool <laughs> and then I finally like could and I um just because like the for when we like went to the lake I was literally not going that week <laughs> but then I had canceled my work schedule because I had a volleyball event happening and so then the volleyball got canceled and then my work schedule was already hit. it was like literally moments after and I was like oh okay like maybe I'll just get my work schedule back to just like no no no, we're gonna go to the lake i it's like okay like, be friends with these people, not because I didn't like you guys, it was just, like, a lot, and so, um, and so, like, I went to, the like, and it was just, like, an incredible time, like, there was so much healing, and I was just, like, just that happened, and so much, like, unity, and so much, just, like, this is awesome, like, we're gonna do this around the world for a year, like, let's go, and then, then I finally, like, stepped in, like, okay, like, I'll step in, I'll love these people, I'll let them see me, and then, um, We got that email and I was like, what? (laughs) Like, why, like, why did I have to go to the lake? Why did I have to care about these people to have my heart broken again? I was like, you told me to love them and now I am hurt. (laughs) And so just like I was like kind of and I was just kind of like angry because I was like, I'm so over this year. Just like I love change for a while. And then recently I've learned I love change that I can control, not change that I can't control, which is a whole nother thing. But um, (laughs) but I was just like okay, like, I was a hot, I, like, didn't expect the heaviness of it, because, like, I was, like, literally, if I would have got this email a week ago, I would have thought about it, because I, decisions are kind of tough, so I would have had to, like, process the decision, but it's, like, my heart wouldn't be involved, <laughs> why do we have to deal with that, <laughs> but, um, and so, and because I felt, like, immediately, the draw, just because of this whole year, how it's been going, just with, like, Just this year, just how America has been struggling with COVID with a lot of racial injustice. Like, my heart's been really angry at America, but also really stirred for it. And my heart has been breaking for it. And part of me has kind of been almost, like, can I leave my home in this state to go to these other nations? Like, I was already dealing with that before. Like, I even knew that was an option. I was like, okay, no, but, like, I know I'm called to this. But it's like, Jesus, like, I just... We gotta do something here. And then when the option was to and cause yeah, and just like the option to stay in America for a little bit uh and then go international, I was like, oh, that seems like a good a good option. (laughs) But then a lot of the people I'd connected with at the lake were like so convinced of January, and I was just like, wait, (laughs) like Jesus, you're talking to both of us, why can't you call us to the same things? Like Cause I'm like, I trust like, like you guys' heart and like other people I was talking to, like your heart and like listening and like, Jesus like really is calling me to international. And like, I know like January's for me. And I was just like, yeah, like I trust you, but I'm also like, wait, but like, that's not what Jesus is saying to me. <laughs> like my heart is for like here and now, and like just so much with like October. Cause that's my birthday. is. so that was like the original thing of like where Jesus started stirring of like, this isn't just Becca's thing like this is for you too like you can come on this as well and um it's like I knew the whole time and then just after talking to um I like wrote poetry about it because that's always helps you to process it and like I didn't even know my answer and then later like I read the poem and I was like oh (laughs) I already knew what I was doing (laughs) but um and then like talking to I was talking to a lot of people who kept saying like you're allowed to just choose and I'm like okay yeah but like like, can someone just tell me what to do and so like I was talking to my sister Becca and uh, she was like like weighing it out I'm like okay but like I know I went to the lake to meet these people like maybe that is like that part of my heart is what I'm supposed to like step into like for this community because that is so important that's such a big part of the race but like I also really like this October option and she's like okay like if take all of these factors out which one do you want to do I'm like October and I was like oh i was like okay so october (laughs) and uh, and so yeah that is how and uh, yeah i'm happy about it it was really difficult and like it's like weird in retrospect i was like it's hard to like remember all the exact feelings of it but it was like it was so heavy (laughs) but yeah that is how
0: (laughs) i think for one stephanie um people like you made it really hard on me when I was making my decision um mostly because you know with everything going around going on here in America the last like 6 months or so it does like make my heart hurt for our country um and there was so much of me that like absolutely heard everything that you were saying and like the other people that I was talking to that chose to stick with the October route and like yeah America needs missions like just as much as as international countries do. Um and like it was it was like I almost got to the point where I was like okay, I just need to go. Like this is God calling me to the world race and like if this is what it looks like now then I just need to go. But then like I I always remembered what um we were told like in our interview process and like right after we were accepted is like to write that why, that why blog on like why you're doing the world race. And so, and because you're going to have to go back to that. And I am like, y'all are crazy. I'm just going to write this and say, Hey, I'm going on this, this mission trip. Um, and I'm never going to come back to it, but like, lo and behold, sure enough, I had to go back to it and while I was making that decision. But I think it's really, really, really cool how, um, people like you are just sticking with like God's call to go no matter like what that looks like, no matter where it is, uh, you're just going to be faithful in that and go. So I, I really commend you for sticking with your heart on that one.
2: Thanks.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Stephanie, what is something that you're like really excited for about the race? And what is something that you're like nervous about? Okay. Um,
2: I'll do, which one do you want? I'll do nervous first and then we'll get to like happy things. I mean it's so lot I happy too. But um so I'm really nervous about which is also why for the longest time I was like the world race is not for me. I don't have that kind of heart capacity to like say goodbye eleven times and just because like that's like terrifying to me I'm just like I cause I get so invested, like I can love very deeply and part of me is like scared for that heartbreak that's already happened <laughs> but because uh, like I remember like with this thing I was like too it's like I knew this was gonna happen like I thought I had more time but um so I'm like I'm nervous about that and also with that I'm nervous that I'll like distance myself from like really diving into like ministry opportunities or like even my team just be out of fear of like heartbreak and so like those two kind of together I'm nervous about that. And because there's a girl on our squad who, she was a squad who got sent home and she was actually talking about that of, um, our Marco polos, but I was like super behind. So it was like days before I was actually listening to it. But, um, she was talking about like, yeah, like that's going to be a thing. And I was like, okay, this is great. Like, she's going to tell us how to like fix that. And she's like, but I think it's good that your heart breaks. I'm like, bro, like, (laughs) what do you mean? (laughs) She's like, like, it's important to like feel that. And like, to to love and like because of that like love like that's part of loving people and it's just like okay hey, you're right and I was like even talking to my sister last night like I don't even think I should bring mascara on the rays like I'm just gonna be like off my face the whole time <laughs> but um so I'm ex- so, like I'm nervous about that but excited to like learn through that but what I'm really excited about is just like seeing. Yeah, is, like, seeing Jesus through um, different cultures, (laughs) and um, just because, like, for the longest time, like, I've traveled along the East Coast more, because, like, you guys go into the the West. I'm not very good at that, so, um, so, like, I've seen Jesus, like, a lot of Bible Belt Jesus, a lot of this type of Jesus, which there's a lot of truth in that, but I'm also excited to, like, with each new culture I encounter to encounter, like, a different aspect of God, because God's a lot bigger than, like, the small version that we know now and so just like with each new culture like i'm excited to learn about new culture and just like see new faces but also just like seeing the face of jesus and a new light in each different space yeah
1: yeah i think that's super beautiful i think that's definitely something i think every single person here hat on here has talked about just like saying goodbye is gonna suck and like but like even in that you were mentioning like it literally is impossible to love without being hurt and so like as hard as it is and as much as it's gonna suck and as much as we're gonna like want to withdraw just like the constant choice that we're gonna have to like invest fully not knowing if we'll ever see the people again but just like I've just seen so many times in my life the beauty of something that I thought was gonna have like hmm, there's two sides to this things that I have thought were going to have like huge impact that were long-term and like nothing. But then like, like literally a couple hours with somebody like leading to a like massive life change, something I had nothing to do with. And so like, even to view maybe we have a month that seems like maybe insignificant, just the reality of like what the Lord can do when we choose to simply like fully invest and press in in that month and like the ridiculous life change. So honestly, there's probably a lot of fruit that will come that like, we will never get to see there will be fruit, hopefully, that we get to see, (laughs) but, like, Mm -hmm. just the beauty of, I've just seen so many times in my life, the beauty of how the Lord can use even just, like, small minutes, like, small moments that I view as insignificant, and, like, how we get to step into that every day as painful as that might be. Uh, The other thing I'll say is, hey, don't worry, none of us are bringing mascara either, so you're good on that. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Uh, (laughs) But Yeah, I think that's, I'm also very excited. Just like I think for you, something that's really unique. We we're talking to say about this in one of the previous episodes. Like the chance that y'all now have to like watch ministry here in the U.S. and then go international, and even just like the chance for it to like maybe give you a lens of like, say you do come back from the race and end up in America, just like a different way of looking at like life and what ministry could look like in the U.S. How it gives you like a preview of like what that could look like if you actually just like do return here after the world race mm-hmm. I think is something that'll be really beautiful that like y'all didn't anticipate coming into the race but now you're going to get to experience along with freezing cold winters in the north
0: yeah <laughs>
1: speaking about that Stephanie since
0: we are on the same team how do you feel about going to Chicago and Wisconsin for our first two places
2: I'm really excited because there are a lot of because I've never been to either of those places. Chicago, right, like when they sent that email, that was one where I was like, oh, that'd be dope. Like on a very surface level thing, which might negate everything else I'm about to say, uh, the first day we actually get to Chicago is my birthday and it's my 23rd birthday. So it's my Jordan year in Chicago, which is just dope on its own level, but that's beside the point. <laughs> so, uh, but, so I'm like really excited just about that little thing. But I'm just really, I don't know, Chicago just always seemed like a really cool place and just like, I don't know, the heart of the city, at least like I've never been, but like the impression I get is just like a tough one, especially for Chicago and Wisconsin just in recent events in our nation have, there have been somewhat of a hot spot and I'm, and part of me, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Like, I don't want to go to like some like safe place, like let's go to like where it's like a mess mess like let's like bring the love of Jesus and like I'm just like really being a part of the movement that's already kind of happening there and just I'm really excited about that.
0: (laughs) Cool. I don't know like the cold weather's gonna be very interesting I just want it to snow that's all I want.
2: (laughs) Like I don't even like I was so cold in Georgia winter and like that is so like because I like again. I had to like look at a map again to like see where Wisconsin was. I was like, "Oh my gosh, that is so north!" <laughs> <But> <laughs> so it'll be fun.
0: <laughs> Stephanie, two things. We were telling Zaya this um, on our episode where we explained our decisions. Number one, it's going to be November, December up here in while well, you're be in Chicago and Wisconsin there's a decent chance that y'all never get snow. Like we were saying last year at Christmas time, it was like in the fifties up here. So
1: (laughs) I'm saying,
0: I'm saying that to prepare you for getting dumped on with snow, because it ain't going to happen two years in a row where you have warm weather. (laughs) Um, But the second thing that, that I'll tell you that I'm really excited about is, to see the ministry that y'all get to do up here in Chicago and in Wisconsin, because outside of like uh, my church in the Milwaukee area and like where I grew up um, and like a few other nonprofit organizations that I've been able to be involved in, like I haven't been exposed to all that much ministry here in this area. So I'm really excited to see what you guys get to do and like, To almost live vicariously through you guys and to have that same like that same door open like Andrew was talking about where you know now we know of something else that's here in the States say we were to ever to come back here and feel a calling here
1: yeah I've actually I was telling Zaya the like church y'all are partnering with in Chicago for like six years growing up we partnered with them doing ministry So I actually like know the church that y'all are partnering with, which is really cool. Uh, But like what you were saying, I think the thing that stood out to me and it's really just like beautiful to hear is like your desire to go where it's not safe. I think I was telling Micah and the people we were traveling with this past week, like I was just reading the story of Gideon in Judges 6 and 7. And, like, there comes a point in that story where God calls Gideon after he's taken his army from, like, 32,000 down to 300 the night before they're going to actually fight. He calls him to go into the opposing camp. And he literally says to him, like, go into the camp. And if you're afraid, go into the camp. But, like, God's advice for our fear is to simply just, like, step into it. And I think the thing that I took from that and shared was, I just think even, like, going into world race, I think it's really easy to think that like long term calling is where like I'm equipped, where I'm talented, where I like feel safe and like confident in what I'm doing. And I think there is some reality to like confidence, but like when you look biblically, there's not a single person that's called that was like, oh yeah, I'm really equipped to do that. Like every single person is called to step through like dramatic fear and like the whole purpose being that it leaves them dependent. And so Like, I think it's just really encouraging for me to hear your desire to go where it's not safe and to like go where you don't have control, as scary as that might be.
0: I think you make a really good point there, Andrew. And like, I know we've talked about this a lot when we've talked about the world race, but like stepping into that uncomfortableness. So it's really cool to see you living that out, Stephanie, without even like, having us say anything about it. It's something that you've you've come to on your own, which is super awesome.
2: Because it's like weird, because you always think, especially growing up, you're like, okay, these people doing these crazy mission trips, like they, they got to a certain kind of level. They know what they're doing. But even like, okay, I signed up for it. Like I'm technically that person, but I'm like, okay, my team knows what they're doing. Like it's hard to be like actually stepping into that because it's like, like even t- before, especially when I didn't fully know you guys, it'd be like, just the things that you guys would say. And I'm just like, yeah, like, that's like, just like a different depth that I wasn't used to. or like, someone would be like asking for a prayer and like the group me and I'd be like, okay, like, I'd like, like it. And be like, yeah, I'm praying for you. And then someone right after you'd like write out this long prayer. I'm like, oh, like, that's cool. Like, I don't know, just like exposed to like this new, but again, kind of like, I don't know, just back to even learning in college about different people communicate and just learning. That difference is in different strengths. Is it anything against me and stepping into that? Because that still is something that, like, each day I have to be like, okay, like, not time for a pity party. Like, we're doing this. Like, come on, let's go. And just, like, not, I don't know, not like disqualifying yourself, especially not when you're about to go do it. It's like, okay, (laughs) you gotta stop talking to yourself like that. And just, like, I don't know, and just kind of learning how to step into that is such a big thing because it is even like, when you're literally doing the thing it's like so so easy to be like okay everyone else around me knows that they're doing and that's just part of like growing up too like for the longest time I thought people my age really like knew life but I'm just like you see I feel like the same level of like these high school girls I'm coaching <laughs> like I still don't know anything
0: I don't know if any of us ever really know truly know what we're doing or where we're going in life (laughs) at at one point i'm not going to speak for zay and andrew but i don't (laughs) i I think there's been points where like i thought i had it figured out and then life just gets turned upside down (laughs) yeah Yeah, i feel like the times where
2: i really think i know what i'm doing is when i know the least (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's good that i don't know what i'm doing
0: (laughs) we're all in this together Well, Stephanie, like uh, we've said, we're really excited to get to see how you and uh, your whole squad, both you and Zaya, um, get to do ministry both in the States and then hopefully we'll get to see you when we launch internationally in January. Um, But last question for you. So, two weeks from now, we'll be at training camp. Are you ready? I mean,
2: that's the thing of like, yes. And like, there's some times where I'm like, okay, like, yeah, like I'm, I'm ready. But there's other times where I'm like, no, <laughs> like, I'm so not ready. I'm like, I guess like, crazy. Cause this has been a thing that's like for the longest time I was, it was like years in the process. It was always like, okay, that's a far away dream. Like that's so far away. It's like, it's two weeks. <laughs> and so like, I, Yeah. I think I'll have enough gear.
0: I think I'll I don't know. Yes or no. Hey, well, whether you're ready or not, we're gonna be there in two weeks. So (laughs) (laughs) we'll have to be ready. Yep. (laughs) All right. Well Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. It was super incredible to hear your story and to hear how you got involved with the world race and we're super excited to be able to race with you even though we technically for Andrew and I won't technically be on the same squad anymore sad face but I think something that we've said too is that you know our original October squad like we were all together for a reason and we all impacted each other's lives uh, up until our split so to speak but um, y'all are friends forever hmm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's gonna do it for us this week. Um, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the More Than A Mission Podcast. We'll catch you all next week. We wanna thank you for listening to More Than a Mission. For more information and to keep up with our ministries, follow us on social media at More Than A Mission Podcast or email us directly at morethanemission at outlook.com.